Yo, we are back again. The Direction is Progression podcast. Been away for a while. Been away for a minute. Just doing life, doing things that kind of faded away from it. Didn't want to put any content out that was forced or just didn't feel right. And sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you need to recalibrate. And sometimes you need to refocus and re-strategize and do the shit that you're talking about instead of just talking about it. So the last couple months I've been leveling up left and right as much as I can. I I don't even remember the last episode I had (coughs) on here. Uh, I know I wanted to do some some things with some people that fell through that, that are still in the works, but God has really, really been working in my life lately, and I had a bunch of things written down in my notebook that I want to talk about, maybe, uh, but I had just, I decided I was going to do this outside at a spot that is really, really, really near and dear to my heart, and it's this, uh, this water hole by my house. I'm literally sitting on the rock right now. I just got out of the water, did a prayer meditation, and it's cold water. I don't have a, uh, a thermometer, but it's it's winter here. <laughs> it's winter. The day is really nice. I actually just ran up, uh, ran here from a from a meeting this morning, uh, about four miles to get here. I ran without my shirt off here, which was which was nice. I mean, it's January. It's freaking January. So I love that. <coughs> but I, I felt like the best where the best place to do it is here. And um, we'll get into it. I, I think I posted on my Facebook we're gonna talk about cold water immersion, um, relationships, because I, in the last couple months I've been in one and I've been out of one. Recently uh, broken up. Um, I hate that word broken up, but I mean, it's the truth and we'll touch on that. It was a, it was a beautiful experience all around, um, cold water running and just life in general work, how God has been working in my life. And I don't have much time. I want to, I want to be done with this in about 30 minutes, but we'll see where it takes me. So if you're, if you're listening, that's the, that's the direction of this right now. I still have about, uh, about two almost two miles home that will complete my my running for the day at around eight eight miles which is which is really good I've been focusing more on running um, basically because I fucking sucked at it and I'm not the best at it now but I mean it's something that my whole entire life I've I hated I was always a bigger kid that had asthma and running and running asthma and being fat all don't really go together so I you know would use my asthma as an excuse to get out of running Um, as I look back on my life and you know be introspective on some of those things I'm like huh that's a thing so I realized that you know do the things you don't want to do that's something that's huge and running has been running has been one of them but I can't tell you the, the high I get from it like the runner's high, that's a real thing. The endorphins that you build and endorphins that you, you create while running give you a sense of euphoria. And that, I chase that. I chase that because it sucks. Like I'm climbing up, the, not climbing, but I'm running up these hills and I tell myself, don't stop. Even if you have to walk, just don't stop like at all. Um, and when you make it to the top, it's like, whew. 
I did that. I did that, and I didn't stop once. And then you, then you, you, know, you look at other hills and you attack them. Running has been fun in the sense that it doesn't feel like a chore anymore. I mean, it is a, it's effort and it's work, but it's fun. Like I'm, I'm excited to get better, and and I have been getting better. Uh, I've used the Nike Run Club, which is actively using my location as I look at my phone, but I use that. And it's, it's dope, man. Like, it's better than uh, Under Armour Run. So plug in Nike Run right now. Uh, but it shows you your pace. <clears throat> when you stop, it stops, uh, like, recording the time. Um, tells you when you hit a mile. And then it just, there's a lot of, like, levels and achievements you can get. It makes it, it, makes it fun. It makes it like a game. And today I hit, uh, I hit my first level from yellow to to orange and running and I don't know how many miles that means but I think it may be 40 since I started using this maybe I, I don't know I'll have to see but that's pretty cool but anyway today I hit my fastest mile running outside it's like eight something um that I have been notably recording on longer distance runs like I can run a mile in the sevens but today like it was pretty cool so <clears throat> yeah, I use the I use the, the that that application to uh, to really just track it. And the better I get, the better I feel. It's like it makes my whole day better. It's 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 honestly crazy. I, I really am about running. Uh, I like it, and I want to get better. I don't want to do like <clears throat> some longer runs, but for the sake of this podcast, I want to share with you a run on a day that was super hard, but super memorable a lot of growth and so I was dating this girl Alicia this woman mind you uh, and she's a great person she's an amazing person and our story is quite unique because back in back 11 years ago <coughs> I saw her met like for the first time at St. Vincent College I was going there and she was going there too I played football, as you know, and she was kind of like a quiet girl, but I remember seeing her in the, in the lunchroom, and I was just like, whoa. But I have been anxious for a while, especially with girls, and, you know, I've always been like the goofy kid, but didn't know how to articulate my feelings or even show them in a manner that's not, like, weird and want to go hide, you know. So I think I danced with her drunk just one night, and uh, she tells me that I was just grinning ear to ear. Well, we ended up, I ended up, we ended up dating. And it was one of the, the greatest six months, honestly, in a relationship. We grew together. We did, we did extreme um, challenges in the sense of pushing our comfort levels through facing anxieties and, and things of that nature. We com complemented each other well, pushed each other well. And life just has a way of putting people together but life also has a way of pulling people apart and the direction of our lives and the traje trajectory of both of our lives did not seem to coincide were with each other and in December that feeling was growing I think we, we, we definitely both felt it but we didn't want to acknowledge it because we had built up this relationship as as the end-all be-all we found our person oh my god life is great God has blessed us and he had. He had with blessing us with the interaction of each other because love was shared there and growth was there. But 
long-distance relationships are difficult. And her being in New York and me being in Johnstown and the things I'm focused on and the things she's focused on had drifted us apart in ways that <coughs> were very difficult and had to be acknowledged. So I did not know what to do. I was anxious, nervous, scared, all of it. But one thing that I, I knew to focus on when I, when I felt that way now was my fitness, was challenging myself in a healthy way, not going to drugs, alcohol, girls, you know, immediate gratifications in the sense that would only take me further from the truth and further from where I needed to be. So I decided to go on a run. <clears throat> well, I decided first to go to church because uh, it was a Sunday and we had planned to talk at 3 p.m. on a Sunday and that gave me enough time to really like collect my thoughts and, and, and things. And I, I went to this church with my one buddy, Gary, who has been, a, has been a lighthouse, so to speak, of, of faith and, and <coughs> following dreams, and went to the Emmanuel Baptist here in Johnstown, and whoever, if you've been there or gone there, not gone there, it's a great place, it's a great place, the community and the, and the, the love that is shared there is, is beautiful, I felt so at home, um, I felt welcomed, and the message was on point. And it was talking about the sowing of seeds and how some seeds were, were thrown on the rocks and some were thrown on the weeds and uh, bad, dry, so hard soil. <coughs> um, but it, the, the seeds that were put into the good, the good soil grew and bare fruit. And I needed that. It's like I needed to hear those words, putting my God's will in good soil and cultivating it and becoming the man and the person that I know that I am. And putting yourself in those situations like church where people are, are like-minded in a sense of good is a good thing. Regardless of if you're down with God at this point in your life, putting yourself around good archetypal structures that, and I sound like Jordan Peterson there, but, but good structures that people are gathering together out of love and out of goodness and out of direction for, you know, churches direct you in a, in a good way if you're open and receptive to it. So it's like, I've, been, I've learned so much from going back to church about life. It's helped me so much and it's guided me so much. And it's good to have good support systems of, you know, people who are thinking the same. So... <coughs> I went there, it set the, set the day off right, I was so uh, energized up through, through God and just the good connections and the great gratitude that I had experienced that day and in just life in general with the people that come, I come in contact with and it was just feeling good. So I was like, decided to run and I didn't know where to start, but then I did as I started running. There's a hill by my house, it's called Hogback, and um, I think that's his name, and it runs from the top of Richland, like by Woodside down into Moxham where I live. I live at the bottom of that hill. And let me tell you, that hill is a continuously gradual up, and it's like the upper side of a mountain. It sucks. And as I'm running, I was just gonna do a run around the, around Moxham, kind of flat, not really any <coughs> nature, which I'm all about, until something pulled me, make a right. And I turned right onto the road, and I and I just I started going. 2008, <clears throat> November 19th, 2008, I did a five-mile run for my mom, and the first thing was to to get up that hill. Oh wow! What's up, dude? A little pause in the action. There's a there's a dump truck going back this road uh, by the river that I'm on. 
<coughs> so if you heard that noise, I apologize. Um, but anyway, I ran that for my mom, and, and that was such a feat of amazement for me because one, I'd run five miles, and, but two, it's like that hill is huge, man. It sucked, and I had to walk it last last year. Well, this time. I made a promise to myself to not walk it at all. No matter how slow you're going, you keep the run, you keep the jog, and I did it. I did it. I, I calibrated my look, my distance. Instead of looking way ahead, I just one more, one more step, man. One more step. One more step. One more step. <clears throat> and that, that's important to note too, because I thought about that on the way here. Like running up hills. Like running up hills. Hills are those things in life that are hard at the moment right? Like those, are those hard challenges that you have. But if you keep going, <clears throat> if you keep going, you find the other end of it. And keep going in the sense of smaller steps, slower steps. Like we all have goals and dreams, right? Like finish college or do this thing that are big, like start a family. Well, you have to calibrate how fast sometimes, especially if, if the hill's very steep, because you don't want to burn out. You don't want to send it and sprint and kill it and, and then die. Like, and I mean die in the sense that you have no energy left. Sometimes you just got to look next couple steps ahead of you and just move and, and go that way. You know, handle the things that are, are manageable and not too overwhelming. So that was a big insight. Got to the top and I was like, you know what? Make a right. So I'm going down this hill now. It's the back way <coughs> down to Eisenhower. And it was beautiful. It was a nice run through the trees. There's snow on the ground. And I loved it. I was just running down. I worked on, on really not, not overexerting, but, but feeling the run. Feeling where my feet were at and, and breathing. Calmed me down. Like it was, it was beautiful. It was calming me down. So I'm running. Out. Now I hit the railroad tracks. And I was running on them with my music for a while, and I'm like, you know what, dude, like, you wouldn't hear a train, because, like, I blare my music, MGK is big in, in my runs, because it's, like, from nothing to something for the people, like, putting it out there, I really, really get into it, I tie a lot of motion into the music that I listen to. Um, <coughs> so, mail person just went back here. There's no one to have mail back here. <laughs> kind of weird, maybe she's turning around, I don't know. <coughs> so... Uh, then I started having fun with it. I was like, all right, there's a space right over there. Do, uh, do push-ups. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Don't think I'm a totally fucking crazy person, but I'm going to tell you this story. I have, on these runs too, a lot of thoughts in my mind. Have you been the best boyfriend? Have you been the best man you can be? Like, where are you failing in your life? Where, and it's not overly like, Oh my God, kick your ass. But you have to check in with yourself because sometimes you are your own worst enemy. You know, like you're the one that's causing the problem. So I'm checking in with myself and I'm like, all right, when it becomes a little bit too overwhelming, hit some push-ups because you can beat the fuck out of yourself mentally, right? Uh, and I've, I have done that for some time and I'm, I'm getting better at not getting to the point where it depresses me. You know, you, you be a good judge, but be a kind and compassionate one as well. So... Uh, I see a spot that literally looks like it's made for me to do push-ups. It's like discolored in a rectangle and it's like, huh, okay, well I guess this is a push-up spot. <laughs> uh, I go do push-ups and wouldn't you know, as soon as I put my face down, there's deer shit right, like literally right under my nose. And I'm like, nope, you can't move. 
You can't do it. You can't move. So you're you're gonna do the 50 push-ups and and their shit right in front of your nose. And it didn't smell at all. Like and I'm doing it and I'm looking at it and I'm just like, sometimes you gotta get down by the shit to do the things you need to do. You know, calm your mind. And and I was grateful for it. When I got down, uh, a thought came into my mind. It said, "Eat it." <laughs> and. The person I thought of was fucking David Goggins. He was always about, like, level up your mind and, you know, do the shit that sucks. And I'm like, fuck it. I put it in my mouth and, and I start chewing this deer shit, people. Chewing deer shit. And then it's like, swallow. Thing I did, I spit it out right then and there. I was like, fuck that. I, ain't, I will never eat shit. <laughs> it's like, I'll taste it. I'll taste that shit, but I'll spit it fucking out. And, and as much as it sounds crazy... Like, I applied that to my life. Like, sometimes you're going to have to get down and dirty and, you know, do the things that you fucking don't want to. But it's sometimes, sometimes those things are a test and a level up. And so, did it, spit it out, and I had just, I just said it. I just sent it like crazy. Sometimes it's the journey that teaches you a lot about your destination. Drake! I have a motivation app, it's called Mo motivation app I think <laughs> and randomly sends me messages and that was one of them sometimes it's the journey that teaches you a lot about your destination and that's quite true isn't it so I'm on this journey just to eat deer shit and I come to a tunnel and a lot of you if you're listening and you're from this area you know this tunnel uh, it's on Eisenhower it's going into Riverside it's uh, it's the train tunnel you can't see through the other side you can see a little bit of light I'm running up to it I'm like, fuck, there's really no other way to get to where I'm going unless I have to go through this thing. I don't want to climb over the mountain, which isn't really a mountain. It's a hill, but it's still pretty decently high, and it's kind of dangerous on the way down. I don't want to run the road because there's no sidewalks or guardrails. I mean, there's guardrails, but the chances of me being getting through there safe are slim if, if there's cars. So... I was like, you gotta send it. You gotta go through the tunnel. And it says, do not, no trespassing. So I'm sorry if I'm incriminating myself right now, but I promise I won't go through it again. Because uh, <laughs> I found a better route that doesn't, you know, do that. And anyone listening to this, don't, don't do this shit unless you're like aware and conscious. This isn't game. Like it's be present and be, be smart about what you're doing. So anyway, I'm starting to run through this, this tunnel. And <clears throat> I tell you, I already had thought of when, a, when a tr if a train comes, I have enough space on the side to, to plant my body on. So I was prepping for it just in case. It's good to be prepared. But I was also like, you know, you're not going to go out like Greg Plitt trying to run against a train. So be smart about it. It's a curved tunnel. So you're running. And I started to pick up pace because I was like, damn, man, I don't know if a train's coming. And when you turn that corner and then you can see... That nothing's coming. I just sent it full force, sprinted out of there, and it was one of the greatest feelings ever. I stopped, I looked around, I, I was like, yeah, you faced a fear right there. Because I did, I had fear in that. Like, it's, it was a rational fear probably, because I could have heard the train, but <clears throat> still was there nonetheless. So anyway, I, uh, I continued down, and I, I came to this bridge where I'm sitting under right now. And... I ran underneath it, and just so I looked out, there's a bunch of big rocks <coughs> and just the most perfect water to go in. And actually, there's a, there's a ramp that, you know, they use for kayaks and things like that. So I was like, wow, this is actually perfect. 
I um, decided to go in the water here. Now, it was freezing. Like it was much colder than it was today. And I, I set up a uh, my camera for it and I, I filmed myself, I believe. And <coughs> I, I did a live, live feed on it. But I went in there and when I go into the water, <clears throat> there's things that I do. Things that I say I got in meditation and, and prayer, and which is true. Like, go in and it sucks. Like, you're feeling all of the cold. And you're, everything that's coming in your mind is like, this is crazy, dude. What are you doing? Why are you out here? Why are you pushing yourself like this way? Like, you're a shitty person and, or whatever comes in. Um, that's an example. I don't walk around thinking I'm a shitty person, but I used to. Um, <clears throat> so all those anxieties come in. I was present with them. I, I felt them. And I sent them down the fucking river. That's one of the secrets. All the things that are going on in your life that are fucking with you. And maybe you're doing it. Maybe it's your fault. <clears throat> Realize it. Feel it. See it. Send it. And I say the St. Ephraim's prayer. And I'm going to repeat it right now to you. O Lord and Master of my life, take from me the spirit of laziness, despair, lust for power, and vain talking. And bless myself, and I send, send all those, those characteristics down the river. But yet, let, uh, <clears throat> but give to me your servant the spirit of purity, humility, patience, and love. Take that, prostrate prostrate myself, bless myself, pull it in. Yes, Lord and King, grant me to see my own sins and to not judge my brother. For blessed are you now and ever and forever. Amen. That's prayer one. Then I sit with it. Thinking that my body is warm, that everything is good, and everything is good. <clears throat> it's not even a trick. Everything is good. The water calms me. Say the Our Father prayer. And then I just ask God to give me the strength and the, give me the sight, give me the wisdom to continue on the path, to see what I need to see, to feel what I need to feel, to be who I need to be. Because, you know, that's something that I found is us as humans, or at least myself, we're always trying to figure things out. Figure things out, what other people say, what we, and that's good, but sometimes you got to give it to God. When you're not sure and you're scared and you're, you're alone and things are overwhelming, sometimes praying is the best thing. You give it to God and he will answer you. Not, most of the time it's not, it's not in the way, <clears throat> it's not in the way that uh, you think he will. So I asked him to give me guidance, Delicia, in, in my life and the, the direction that I was taking and the, the new jobs and the training and everything and the people that reach out to me and, and all of it. It's overwhelming sometimes, all of it. And I got out of the water and I came up here where I'm standing right now, started jumping around and I started laughing. I started laughing because my mind was clear. My mind was focused. I had just ran four miles up a hill that I never had done before without stopping. Down here, went in the freezing cold water and then I was gonna run two more miles back. I was dirty as shit, but I was the happiest I've been in in so long because I knew myself, I found myself. I had found myself. 
through my love of, <laughs> of, of fitness now and pushing and helping others and, and God, finding God in my life. So I smiled because I knew, <coughs> I knew what I needed to do. I needed, knew what I needed to do. And on the way back, which I'm about to go after this, is I decided to carry some boulders, <laughs> carry some, some logs on my back and test myself in those manners. I started to create this thing called the gauntlet. And what that is, is this, the, this run through Johnstown where you're, you're it's kind of like an obstacle course. Like, <clears throat> you have to hit this hill, time it. Okay, cool, you made it in this amount of, amount of time. Do 50 push-ups, do, do 50 squat jumps. All right, bear crawl. Okay, now we're gonna go carry this log. It sucked, <laughs> it sucked. I got to my house and uh, I had accomplished it. I accomplished a feat that like, I don't know, I've never done anything like that before. It was the hardest run I ever did. I got to the top of my street because I, how I finish, I finish at the top of, of, of High, Highland Avenue because it is, it's the top of a hill. And it's like, I feel accomplished when I get to the top. And I remember saying to myself, thinking about my friends, <clears throat> because the last 10 years, last 12 years have been very difficult for me. Um, <clears throat> in the sense of, I've gone down the wrong path many times. I've, I've fucked things up. I made it hard for people, you know, to stay in the life. And, and it's not even that, like, I've missed out on, on life because I was so depressed and anxious and the coping mechanisms I used only furthered the problems of my life. Drinking, drugs, alcohol in a very unhealthy way. So, by focusing myself on ways to combat that, I have found myself again. A better self, but me where I'm not walking around so enamored and destroyed by the fears and the regrets of the past and the fears of the future. Hashtag stay in it. Stay in the moment. So Alicia and I had a conversation and a lot of the things and a lot of <clears throat> the speculation and maybe the assumptions and the feelings I had, she felt the same. And we had the opportunity to speak in a good manner, in a, in a healthy manner, and saying everything we needed to say and let each other go in a, in, a, in a way that was nothing but love. Nothing but love. And <clears throat> I thanked her for that. She is, a great, she, is a, she is a great girl, and I wish her nothing but the best. It's been, I learned so much in that relationship with her, and I know she learned a lot too, and I'm so proud of her for some of the crazy things that she did. It's, it's beautiful, and I will always remember, I will always remember her. <clears throat> but back to the water, and back to the, 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 the testing yourself. I'm big, obviously, into fitness, because I believe that if you can conquer physical feats that suck, you can do that with your life too. Like anything, anything that you want to do, it's, it's transferable. You have a dream, you have a goal, okay, start small. Go, stay disciplined, 
Keep going, keep going, keep going. Even if you have to slow down your pace. Even if you have to calibrate how much you get done. And when you give that back, <coughs> like when you do that, you give back because people are watching you, people are seeing you. And I've noticed in my life, the better I, the better I try to be, the more, uh, I don't like the word strict, but the standards I held for myself, because now I, hide, I hold pretty, a lot of standards. Like before, I just try to get through life, like find the next party or just chill, find the next movie, what's the next video game, shit like that, <coughs> that, you know, di distracted me and, and kind of pulled me back. But the more I find that you focus on the things you want, you, there's a lot of big dreams I have now that I, that I believe I can accomplish because I've, I've worked on myself. I've, I've worked out the problems that I, I had pulled with not taking care of the trauma that I had been with, been, been through, you know, or not, you know, working hard or staying consistent or believing in myself. And those are all areas of life that you got to focus on. Introspective, introspection is the key to, to really opening up who you are and finding who you are and finding what you want to do. Because it's like, <clears throat> so many times, you know, people can tell you the world can be hard. Well, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. You should, you should have got this by now. And then we get, then we feel bad about ourselves. Like, and then we kind of shut off. Maybe we start drinking. Maybe we don't care. Maybe we, you know, eat that, eat that donut times 10 because we, we feel bad. And who cares? No one gives a fuck anyway. Anyone is just going to you know, pick us apart. I don't know, what have you. I'm just speaking from, from my own personal experience. When I was talking this morning, again, I talk a lot about Cheez-Its, but Cheez-Its got me through some times. And you know, the coping mechanisms that you use, they might get you to the next day. They might get you there, but, but you gotta realize sometimes that as you grow, those old mechanisms that you used might not serve you any longer. And they can't, they, they won't serve you in, a, in the best way possible. Sometimes you gotta let them go. <clears throat> and I, I'm not gonna lie, I revisit Cheez-Its every once in a while, but instead of a whole box I buy, I buy, buy a little bag. You know, I buy a little bag. Um, in the last couple months since, since I've done a podcast, I have, <clears throat> and I gotta get running here, people, but I have, Started two new jobs with uh, really taking my my personal training to the next level and investing in people and and, and kind of doing as a, as a mentorship through through personal fitness like I believe that a lot of people want to be healthier they just don't know how to do it and if you can provide a a service that gets them there but gets them there at their their pace and where they're learning because Yo, you can follow what I did. Like, you can, you can model some of the stuff that I do, and some of it will get to where you want to go. But it really comes down to really reaching the person on their level and understanding what works for them. And I learned that through my job at ACRP, where I'm a peer support <coughs> counselor. And I don't like to say the word counselor either, because I'm not necessarily counseling people. I'm just supporting them and, and sharing my story uh, of what worked for me, and they can pick and choose what you know, to do and apply, and I think that's beautiful. But, but that, that place taught me so much on how to reach people that I've been using it in my fitness as well, and in my life as well. 
it's 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 been it's been I'm <laughs> I'm blessed. God has blessed me so much and <sighs> try to just live live for him and 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 I think the best way to do that is to be better yourself. And I keep going back to that, being better yourself. And yeah, well, that's subjective to you and what that means to you. This is about longer than I wanted to do for this podcast. But <clears throat> what should I leave you with? Oh, one of my one of my clients, Joni, has given me so many ideas for for these things, videos and <clears throat> YouTube and podcasts. That I'll be starting to share some of them. If you have any, please reach out to me. Uh, any questions are are helpful, especially like if it can help you. Maybe it can help someone else. And if I can help, like we're a team here. It's like not just about. It's about opening everyone up. It's about being able to collaborate with people and do that. But I'll leave you. I'll leave you with this. I posted, <coughs> I posted uh, Stay In It the other day, like a Sunday I went into the Queen Mahoming Dam. And again, I'll reiterate, stay in it means stay in the, pro- the uh, present moment. Like, really. When I went into that lake, it was cold. We had just done a, about a 12-mile bike ride, and my legs were burning. But it was crazy because that, wa- that body of water is so big. And I went out to where I was, you know, <clears throat> couldn't touch. Send it down underneath. It's a bit scary. <laughs> it's a bit scary and it's, and it's, uh, it's cold. And I kept telling myself, stay in it. Stay in it. Stay in the present, man. Stay, stay here. Stay here. Because, again, depression, you know, regrets of the past. Things you wish you could have did. Things, things would have been different. Anxiety, that's what really hits me when... I'm in the cold. It's like, dude, you're in here too long. What if something bites your foot? What if you get stuck? This is so cold. This is so cold. This is so cold. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're fucking crazy. Stay in it. Shut up, crazy thoughts. Stay in it. Stay in this shit. Life's hard, but also life's fun. Like, if you can change your perspective where instead of everything is happening to me and I'm like oh scared to yo I dictate life I do it and I can and I can make it fun and I can help people and I can show people it cut me off because I had a uh, uh, had a call and I don't know which 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 got the end there but <clears throat> life is life is hard and if you can change your perspective into you know what hey things aren't happening to me it's, I dictate how things go. I am creating the world and the life I want. And things are going to happen to me, but I choose how I react to it. You know, if you can make everything a challenge or make it a game, like, you can plan your life, but it's going to get rerouted. Things are going to come up that are going to change it. Don't get so attached. Ah, that's a good point. Don't get so attached to your plans or to anything, really. That's one thing I've been working on, too, is looking at my attachments, especially in the cold water and releasing them. Because your attachments really dictate your life. Your attachments to your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your, your work, your family, your church. You know, t- uh, you got to be careful of, of how they are dictating who you are. Okay? So, especially the outcome. 
Don't be attached to it. Realize that, you know, life is going to throw you some things. It's a, it's a game, man. It's going to throw you some curveballs sometimes. It's how you play it. It's how you perceive it. It's how you look at it. It's how you do the things you do in a healthy way. All right, I got to get back to this run. I have 15 minutes to get home. I think I got it. Thank you, guys. Uh, people who have... have commented and stayed with me this far i know the process is like crazy especially when i like ghost forever it's it's me leveling up sometimes i need to be <coughs> focused inward focused inward so i can give back outwardly in a way that is is good so much love the direction is progression stay in this shit keep working hard until next time god bless